0: You can prevent forest fires, but first got to be mentally
1: faithful. You're listening to TKR. (laughs) Can you see me now? (laughs) 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 All right, so this is a callback to episode uh, two or something. Uh, Tk made a joke about how the first time we used face cams, so I'd be dressed as Batman. So I committed. I committed. I'm dressed. I'm dressed as Batman. You do this for the entire time. I, I yeah, I was planning this. That'd I had this so unstat- funny
0: because I switched the topic we're talking about. <laughs> <also> oh no. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, I'm gonna take this off now. Ooh intro moments (laughs) all right well welcome to the episode uh tk is hosting this one so (laughs) take it away tk before that what we like to do before we get
0: into topics is we like to just talk to each other we haven't seen each other in a week or i guess we haven't really seen each other since what june june yep wow so this is the first time i've seen riley (laughs) (laughs)
1: since (laughs) then how you been riley (laughs) Yeah, we don't typically, this is our, uh, if you're watching on Spotify, I don't know if we're going to be able to get video working on Spotify, but we have video now. Yay. Uh, So definitely on YouTube. Uh, I don't know about, I think Spotify does accept it now. I think so. I think specifically for podcasts. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll try it. Uh, So if you're listening on Spotify, maybe we'll have video. Maybe you should go check the YouTube too. Uh, We'll see. All right. So how you been, TK? Ah, uh, you know, it's been a very busy week for work.
0: I've been traveling around a lot, you know. Hmm. It's been hectic, but other than
1: that, it's been pretty good. How about yourself? Yeah. Oh, not too bad. I'm doing pretty pretty dang good. Yeah. It's finally it's finally cold where we live, <laughs> and I can comfortably wear a hoodie. Oh, I I, and felt I the love same way. it. <laughs> yeah. Hoodies are on my 90% heat of my wardrobe. You turned on your heat yesterday for the first time. Yeah. No,
0: <laughs> ah, leave it cold. It was okay. It was like 50 degrees or like 48. I don't
1: care. That's perfect.
0: It was That's perfect. I was like, I'm like, it's like five
1: in the morning. I don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I get it. I, I am the kind of person who I would always prefer to, it to be freezing cold. Oh, same. if I could live somewhere where it was like 50 degrees year round, that would be perfect. So, yeah, I'm the same way because I'd prefer – because, like, when you're
0: cold, you have – you can very easily make yourself warm. You can't right. make yourself cooler and hot. People, right. let say you go to of the hot places, I don't trust you. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm looking at you guys now. I, I can look you guys in the eyes. <laughs> I don't trust you. <laughs> We're talking to you, listeners.
1: <laughs> we – uh yeah, so in in up here in Michigan, we kind of get the best of both worlds. We get very hot summers and very cold winters, and we get the limo up front.
0: <laughs> Ooh,
1: <laughs> yeah. I I don't like summers up here because yeah. the heat is just too much. But uh, we can't really complain about our
0: summers though, because then we have like Arizona or like places oh, that get so much I hotter. Couldn't, like- I couldn't
1: live in any place like that. And that's what everybody's like. Oh, it's like, you know, they have dry heat. It's not humid. I'm like, I don't care. (laughs) Anything above 90 is too much. No. So the heat was so, I'm pretty sure it's Arizona. The heat was
0: so bad that like it was like melting air conditioners. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like there was an actual like thing in Arizona where like, yeah, don't go outside unless you absolutely need to. And some people were like, yeah, no. Some business like we're not having work today. Like I'd rather you guys stay home. And like try to stay cool and be outside. So like work yeah. was canceled. I think it was like air conditioning um, payments went up to like a thousand dollars a month. Ooh. Yeah, oh my everyone, gosh, it
1: was terrible. Yeah, no, thank you. I'll take. I'll I'll stay where I'm at. Thank you. <laughs> are, you are you sure we can visit there? Yeah. No. Take no, a road good. trip. <laughs> That's a that. Ooh. Take care of travel vlog, yeah. Coming up to the YouTube channel, hey. Um, but yeah, no. That that's what I've heard is they're like, oh, you don't sweat. It's a dry heat. I'm like, I don't care. It's over a hundred. I'd be sweating my keister off. It would suck. I feel like we'd end up looking like Grim
0: from *Grim Adventures* of Billy and Mandy, just like in <laughs> her clothes. Take so it. Are you deaf?
1: Like, yes, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no thank you. I'm good. Um what else happened this week? I finally started doing artwork again. Yay! Kind of last night. So that's that's what <laughs> happened is I did a convention back in May and it was awesome and I had a great experience, but leading up to that I didn't have like a ton of artwork ready to print. And so it was just like a month and a half of straight grinding. It's like I, I work, um, I work the closing shift, so I typically don't go into work until afternoon. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like I wake up, work on artwork for three hours, go to work, come home at nine o'clock at night, work on artwork for another three hours. Do that every day for a month and a half. I, <laughs> yeah, I learned I learned burnout the hard way, and so I literally have not put pencil to paper in like three months. And so last night, I finally sat down at, like, 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, all right, I got to draw something. And so I did. And I don't have it with me right now. But Boo! Yeah, I know. But, Get yeah, good. I'm excited to... It feels good to be back. <laughs> back in the saddle, baby. I
0: was going to say, like, because I... For the event that he's talking about, I went up and I came and helped him at, at this convention, and he was telling me, like, all the stuff. He got his final prints for some of the stuff, like, two days before.
1: Oh, yeah. It was, It was like... just brute. It was close. Because that's what happened, is, like, um, like two, like, a week before. I kind of scheduled it so I knew how long the printers took, and I knew how long it took the ship, mm-hmm. Um. And so I, I planned it very detailed. I'm like, all right, I need to have all my stickers finalized by this day. I need to have all my prints finalized by this day. And I got my final package of prints like a week before the show. And the box had like a big hole. It looked like somebody took a knife and just stabbed I through the side of the that. box multiple times. The corner was crunched in. And so I opened this box and all my prints were dented right down the middle. And the corners were dinged up. I was like, No. I was like, I have a week to do this. <laughs> yeah, and so I emailed the company. Very graciously, they very rapidly sent out like express shipped all my prints again. Um, so, w company. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was literally like two or three days before. Same with the stickers; they took a lot longer than they were supposed to, so they came the day before the show. Mm-hmm. The show started Friday night. They came Thursday. At like six o'clock Thursday night. (laughs) So it was very, very rushed. Yeah. So it was, it was very stressful. And so that caused me to burn out on it very, (laughs) very quickly. (laughs) But, um, getting back into it and it's nice because I kind of have my stuff ready to go now. Mm -hmm. So it's like, there might be a few more pieces that I need printed for the next show. But other than that, I'm, I've got my stuff ready to go.
0: Did you get, like, a return pass for, like, next year's um, convention that we went to? Or have you not got word back yet? No. um,
1: They don't do. Like, it. they run it very weirdly. um, Where it's, like, even if you get into a show the previous year, that doesn't guarantee you getting in. Because they want to have a mix of new artists and returning artists. Well, that's good at least. Which is great. Which is great. But, um... You know, if you're not an artist who's been there for five to ten years, there's absolutely no guarantee you're going to get in. am sure one I one and done. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm sure I'll get in even if it's on, like, a wait list. Mm-hmm. Because that seems to be how it goes is you get wait listed at first, but then you get let in. Um, but, yeah. So I think applications open for that in, like, February of next year or so. Okay also on a quick side note with
0: that w to the team that manages that they came up and they talked to us did not know who they were they were incredibly nice everyone that we met there is was incredibly awesome giving us tips and tricks and stuff but like especially the management for all that i don't know if you knew, but the guy the ceo guy that was that talks at the um wine and draw thing Mm -hmm. he came up to our to both of us and talked to us for like Fifteen minutes at one point, just asking us questions, how we were, stuff like that, and then asked if we needed anything, and we said no, and he walked away. I'm like, I thought I was just like one of the workers, but no, he was on the floor the yeah. entire time. So, well, that's W what's, to that's that crew. What's cool,
1: yeah. It's um, so we're talking about it's it's Cherry Capital Comic Con C four, smaller convention at um, the bomb. but it but it's it's such a good convention because oh. it's it's run by. Like one the the local comic store, um, and like it's run by the artists who participate in it. A lot Mm -hmm. of them, so it's very, it's very art focused, which is cool. Yeah, like um, I don't know. It's just a nice change of pace from most conventions because it's like we we do get some big celebrities up here, but it's very much focused on the artists. Yeah, which is, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, it's it's a great little show. It was a good starter one. Oh, a hundred percent. Like it kind of eased me into the process and the setup and the, you know. So <laughs> I'm I'm excited to do it again, and I'm excited to do some bigger ones. Absolutely, 2024, it, we coming back. You're gonna have like a whole cardboard cutout of Batman just in the background. It's like, yeah, you can buy this for two <laughs> grand. <laughs> I thought about that. I'm trying to think of all like the weird, wacky stuff I can have. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> that'd be so cool. Is like to to get one of my Batman paintings or Spider Man printed on like a big cardboard cutout just to have in the back. <laughs> um, a lot of artists, not a lot, I should say, some like Rise. Uh, he customizes like uh, action figures and Funko Pops and stuff. Yeah, paints them and stuff. I'd like to do some stuff like that, because especially at the bigger conventions, I think that would be cool. I wanted to do, uh, so that's what m- the sketch that I was doing last night, I want to make, because Spider-Man 2 is coming out in like a week and a half now. Yeah. I want to custom paint one of the faceplates on my PS5. Ooh. Uh, so I that's what the sketch was last night that I was working on is like a pre-planning thing. But I was like, I could like <laughs> graffiti up. PS5 shells and sell those at conventions. Like that'd be awesome. <laughs> and there's probably such a niche market for that, but I don't care because it'd be awesome.
0: I was, I was gonna say just buy it, it's like going to every game set ever. It's like I like a PS5, oh a
1: whole P No, just the shell. Dude, you can buy them now. PlayStation sells just the shells. Are you serious? Yeah. They're they're stupid expensive for what they are, and you can buy off-brand ones, but I think they're like 65 bucks for a pair. <laughs>
0: Uh, off-brand PS5 sells. It's PlayStation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Please stop by my shell. Yeah, yeah. That's what prompted this whole thing is because they made like a custom, not a custom, but a limited edition PS5 for the new game. Yeah. And it's got like, I don't want to bag on it. It looks cool, but it's kind of basic for what it is. (laughs) <laughs> it's like one side is all black with a white spider. One side is almost all black with the little venom strands with the mm-hmm. red on it. It looks cool. And I was going to buy some cause they sold it just as like the face plates, mm-hmm. but they like sold out immediately and they haven't restocked them. And so they're super Aww. expensive on eBay. So it was like, all right, fine. I'll do it myself. <laughs> Take it into my own hands. <laughs> so we'll see if I actually get it done. might be one of those projects where I'm like, yeah, I have these big ambitions for it. And then it gets to it. I'm like, no.
0: Okay. If you do decide to do this, what you need to do is you need to make your own company that sells like these faceplates and just be like a Koopa as your mascot. (laughs) 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 Koopa shells. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's genius. Trademark it. I I claim it. Don't take it. Yep. It's not called Koopa, though. Nintendo, don't sue us. It's Koopa with uh, a C. It's just a turtle. Yep. (laughs) Koopa with a C. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh,
0: it's Koopa Trooper. No, even better, it's spelled Koopa like K-O-O-P-A, and then in the exponent, there's a C.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We're marketing this. This is it. Trademark it. TKR, but we got it. (laughs) We got it. Coming to the TKR merch store soon. If we... uh, dude, I'm if so we excited to this. get to a point. Yeah, I'm so excited to get to a point where we have merch. Oh, <laughs> I know. It's going to be so much fun. Because, like, I really want to just do, like, crappy merch. Just, like, meme merch. Just, like, horribly mm-hmm. Photoshop stuff the t-shirts and stuff just because it'd be funny. I think it'd be funny too.
0: Our merch shop would probably be like, I think we'd both design something and we have like this lovely art piece done by Riley and he have TK that just has like stick figures everywhere. And then his, his <laughs> handprint is one of them. And yeah. It's like his signature upside down and backwards somehow. It's like, yeah,
1: I made merch. <laughs> yep. Yep. We have a non-artist and a failed graphic designer making our merch. <laughs> it'd be great. <laughs> Oh, I'm excited. I haven't told TK this, but uh Oh no. I, I am planning a an art an art challenge for the uh No the Yep. I don't have it all I don't have all the details figured out yet, but I'm working on it. No uh, it's gonna it's gonna be great. Oh, I'm already gonna suck at trivia. I can't do this too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's another thing this week. I spent <laughs> what should be uh an ungodly amount of money on bootleg merch from aliexpress not merch just bootleg products for our for bootleg review it's gonna be awesome
0: the best part about it is i know none of what he bought like no i have to wait an entire month actually actually it is an entire i have to wait an entire month to see what he got
1: Yeah. And he's not telling me
0: anything, which is going to be so
1: much fun. It's going to be good. All right. Here's another rant that I have to go on real quick because we're we're (laughs) getting to the point where we should move into the topic. But here's another rant. I don't know why customer service is so bad. Like, okay. (laughs) So a a few weeks ago. I don't want to say it's bad. I shouldn't say it's bad. Um, I ordered some hoodies with my artwork on it Mm -hmm. a few weeks ago. Um. And I got, I print them in CMYK color format, which is like what printers use. There's mm-hmm. RGB, which is digital, what screen use. CMYK, because all those colors can't be printed. Anyways, I put the files in CMYK, sent them out, and I got the got the hoodies in, and they like the colors just didn't look good. Mm-hmm. And so I emailed the company. I'm like, yeah, this is uh, this doesn't look good. <laughs> this looks <laughs> awful. Um, I didn't say that. I was nice about it. And it looks the, the person who shit. responded <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, the, the person who responded was just like, oh, well, because you know, our printers, they use CMYK and they, you know, your file wasn't in that format. So I was like, don't print splain me. <laughs> I was like, I study graphic design. I know what I'm doing. Don't print splain me. Um <laughs> and so we uh Yeah, they sent out new ones and they didn't look (laughs) any better, (laughs) but I kind of just gave up. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I ordered, I think I already told you this. I I ordered some custom hoodies from AliExpress as part of that video. Oh, yeah. And dude, I'm not kidding. I ordered this at like midnight. Within a minute of placing that order, I got a message from the seller saying, hey, what photos do you want to use? And I was like, oh, well, here's the photos, you know, can you do front and back? And like instantly they were like, yeah, we can do front and back. So we'll use this picture as a front, this person back. Within 10 minutes, they sent me a full mock-up of what the final product would look like. And was just like, hey, do you approve of this design? Like, is this good to go? I was like, yes. I was like, why is it? That a co- company in China with a language barrier is able to give me better customer service for a $13 hoodie <laughs> than an almost $40 hoodie that I paid. like <laughs> It's just so frustrating. I was like, man, I, I thought I knew good customer service, and then I ordered b- bootleg merch from China. <laughs> uh, that's my rant. His companies need to work on their customer support. Anyways, the topic for the day. (laughs) Almost 20 minutes into the episode. Anyways. If any of you
0: guys are new here, we're starting to do a new thing where every other week each of us will pick a topic and we'll kinda just go off of that because we have as you probably tell, we have a problem with we like to go on rants for stuff. (laughs) We go
1: on tangents and we don't go back. Never. No, nope.
0: and so I gave you guys a little bit of a red herring last week, so you guys would be angry. But I lied to you, and now you're gonna be angry. Actually, never mind. It was supposed to a red herring, but now you guys are angry because you won't be angry. Today's topic is reflections.
1: Gosh, dang it! <laughs> <laughs> so the general just—I had all my stuff prepared. TK <laughs> told me what his topic was like two days ago and i was like oh okay i have all this stuff i want to talk about and now he changed it last second
0: it was always gonna be this
1: all right well the other one is for rainy days or (laughs) i'll just steal it for next week's episode (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna steal it from you
0: (laughs) go for it all right so do you want to start slow and steady or hot and heavy I'm going to let you start because I don't know what you mean by reflections. <laughs> so the general gist of it is us as people now looking back at like our past selves and seeing like the I guess I can talk about like the what I the main question I had for today was was like basically looking at back at the person that you used to be with like maybe you were 12 or 13 when you can remember like you had your dreams in place you had ideas of what your adult life would be like and just comparing mm. your image compared to then and then comparing the image to now if that makes oh, sense Oh
1: man you're getting deep in this episode yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man i this is a tough topic That's i'll, what I'll, I, le, I'll I, let you kick it off
0: i broke it up into questions <laughs> okay can okay. you imagine i'm like okay does the child self love you
1: <laughs>
0: oh that's but deep to get a quick start off did, like what were your dreams like i guess i guess pick an age that like best suits this i'm gonna go for when i was 10 just because it's like the first time i can remember having like a dream i want to aspire to or mm-hmm. aspire to But like basically like what kind of dreams did you have at an age that you can remember and let's go mm-hmm. from there
1: okay <clears throat> I guess, yeah, I, I don't remember specific ages, because <laughs> that's my problem, and still to this day, that, like, career goal, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. what they used to call it back in the day, that changed so much. <laughs> oh, yeah. And to this day, it still does. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, so I guess, I don't know, back in, how old would we have been in junior high? I don't know, probably, like, 12, 13. Um, yeah, I wanted to, I guess uh, just in general, all of the things kind of revolved around filmmaking. Mm-hmm. So like originally <clears throat> it was, <clears throat> oh, I think it'd be cool to be a director. Um, I wanted to direct movies, do that. Um, but then, as I kind of went along, it seemed like that always changed. <laughs> yeah. But it's still kind of, uh, up until, like, high school, It still kind of kept toward, t- in, like, the filmmaking genre. hmm So, um, you know, back then, I played around with a lot of animation. That's kind of where that started, was, like, I had a flip book on the Nintendo DS. <laughs> Uh, Flip note, and I I would make stupid animations in that. And I would use the camera on my DS to make stop motion videos. Oh, wow! So, like, I had, yeah, that's something that a lot of people never thought of. But I'm like, it's a built in tripod, you just set it on the table, flip open the little cover. I've actually got it somewhere, but uh, and I would just pop in the SD card, uh, take pictures on that. Take the SD card out, pop it into the computer, open Windows Movie Maker. Anybody remember that? <laughs> that archaic piece of software. And I would just take the pictures and put them down to like 0.05 seconds each. And then I'd just put them in line and out pop the movie. Um oh, wow. So yeah, it was I, I was always experimenting with like animation and filmmaking. I don't remember if you remember my my puppeteering phase. <laughs> I, want, I wanted to work for the Muppets I would make my own puppets and I would you know it was yeah. really enjoyable to watch though you did a very good job with puppeteering well and that's the thing is even to this day because I, I got out of that hobby when I started getting into high school and I started um, doing doing more animation stuff I guess mm-hmm. Um, and when I got into engineering all that stuff just changed but um yeah, that, that was something, even to this day, where I'm like, man, I could do so much better. <laughs> like, now I have 3D printing technology, I know how to 3D model stuff, like, I could make complex animatronic systems. Mm-hmm. All this stuff I wanted to do as a kid. So that's that's still something to this day where I'm like, I kind of want to get back into it just to try it out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I guess all of that stuff back then was kind of revolved around filmmaking in some some way okay yeah how about you well now this was another thing that came up
0: with me thinking about this topic was i don't know if you were actually i want to ask you do you know what my dream was when like at any point in time like what i had a dream career when we were in high school
1: not that i can think of off the top of my head
0: and that's exactly the point I'm going for.
1: <laughs> so I, I think at, you talked about being like a science teacher at some point. That So that's one of the things as well. So I actually
0: never had any dreams for a job all throughout high school. Not a hmm. single goal I worked towards other than just being out of high school. Whenever someone told me I should be this, this or this, I'm like, okay, I'll just make that my personality for like the next year. <laughs> like, yeah. I was told I should be a math teacher. I was told I should be a science teacher. I should told I'd be a photographer. I told therapist. I had like had all these lists of things that people like, "Oh, you'd be good at this." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Oh, well, I have no goals, so might as well see how that goes." And I yeah. literally crafted my entire personality through my childhood as
1: whatever someone told me I should be. That's just what I had to be. Mm-hmm. And that's such a dangerous thing. Yeah, like that's something I will say looking back, even when you're like a senior in high school, starting college, uh, like that's how I got roped into engineering kind of <laughs> is like I, I was I, I enjoyed it, obviously, mm-hmm. but that was something where people because I had this sort of creative mindset that would that I used for like my artwork and my animation. Mm-hmm. And so people were like, all right, how can you make money off of that? Why don't you try engineering? you know, you'll be able to make a lot of money and you'll be able to use that stuff. And so that's kind of what I was like, yeah, okay. I'll like, I can see myself do it. I'll try it. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's what I did. I I did the engineering stuff throughout high school and I started doing it in college. I spent the first two years, I think of college uh, working towards my associate so I could transfer to engineering school. Mm-hmm. So it was all like physics and calculus and stuff like that. Um, And it was around – and, like, I I was okay at it. Like, I was doing fine in school. I was getting good grades, but I wasn't really enjoying it. Yeah. And so it was around the time that the pandemic hit where I was in Calc 2, Physics 2, some other horrible class. Um, And we we switched to Zoom. Everything shut down and we switched to Zoom. And so we were trying to learn that stuff over a screen, and I was like – I was not doing it. Whoop. Yep. I, I was not getting it. And so it was that semester after that where I kind of reevaluated where I was at. And I was like, do you, do I really want to do this? Yeah. Um, And so I decided to kind of slow down because I was doing, I think, 17 or 18 credit hours per semester. Oh God. Which, which is a lot Um, <laughs> because I was trying to stay on course to yeah. do my four year... Uh, mechanical engineering thing and so i hadn't used any of my what is it called um your free credits that you use for your degree um uh oh god i (laughs) don't know it's elective credits yes um basically how this program worked was all of my elective credits were tailored to engineering Mm -hmm. so it would be like i'd be taking stuff that would go directly to that degree. So nothing goes to waste. Um, but what I did was I saved all my elective credits to the end. And so it was that semester that I started uh, after when the lockdown first happened, when classes were first starting to go back to in-person mm-hmm. um, I had all my elective credits yet. So I was like left and I was like, okay, why don't I try an art class? Um, Cause I-, I used to do a lot of drawing Back in like junior high and high school, but I just when I started the engineering stuff, I just stopped doing it. Uh, so I took a drawing class, and then that led to me taking an animation class, mm-hmm. um, and that that was kind of where everything changed. Where I was like, "All right, this is this." When is the Fire Nation attacks. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny because even um, uh, my animation teacher on the first day of that class, she was like, what, it? cause um, you have to take like Photoshop or illustrator before you take animation, just because we were using Adobe animate and you have to know those programs in order to get the basics. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so I hadn't taken any of those classes cause I wasn't in graphic design. And so I had to test out of illustrator before I could take animation as a free credit and um so she was kind of confused why I was there and she was like, What program are you in? I was like, I'm in the engineering program. She's like, Oh, well, we'll change that by the end of the semester. <laughs> and I thought that was so funny, but I was like afterwards, I was like, Oh my gosh, like she was totally right. You go up to her afterwards, like, are you the career whisperer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so that that was kind of my profound moment of like, okay. I think this is what I want to do. So, um, yeah. And it carried you a long way so far. Like, yeah. I
0: remember thinking back to that now. Because we, once I moved away, we didn't talk as much. Like, when I moved away from high school. But then, mm-hmm. like, that period of um, college when you were in engineering, I think was, like, so drifting for yeah. us, everything. Because it was like, there was never, there was almost never a time where I got to like just talk to you or like hang out with you, even though we were in different cities. But like mm-hmm. I think the only there was like a couple of times, like on my birthday or like one other day or so that we played a game with some mutual friends on like Jackbox or Monopoly or Shell Shock. But then yeah. it was, it's like
1: And it, that was in that period of lockdown. Exactly. Because like, it was like when I wasn't because that that was the thing, is I was working part time back then too. Yeah. So it was like I go to work at night. I go to school during the day. I do homework in the morning and late at night and on the mm-hmm. weekends. Um yeah, I didn't have a lot of free time to do anything. Yeah. It was rough. But that's what I mean. It's just so I don't know, it it feels so dangerous to be telling Like obviously it's helpful to kind of have guidance in those things. Where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe you want to try this. Maybe you'd be good at this. I'm not saying that's not helpful. But it's so dangerous to tell kids in high school and in their early 20s that, like, you have to know what you want to do. Exactly my point. Because it's like nobody, nobody, you're not supposed to know what you want to do in your, tw- your early 20s. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what your 20s should be for is experimenting and finding that thing that you want to do for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I think having some sort of guidance is good, but it's so dangerous to to see like to 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 label something so early on and be like, This is what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life.
0: Honestly, I got it's lucky. Such a to, mindset. I got very lucky because um I I didn't have that like revelation of this is none of this is what I wanna do and so my second semester of my freshman year of college started. So I went to Grand Valley, a nearby college that was like, um, I went there, I just went, like, I'll go for my associates because, you know, it's basically the basics. I get to what I need to and I can go Mm -hmm. from there. I did my first semester. I had a math. I had a science. I had um, like a, I think it was sociology. But I had like a variety of classes. I had nothing that was like, something that I was super passionate about. It was just stuff Mm -hmm. that I was good at. Right. And going through that, after the first semester was done, the second semester was about to hit. I believe it's when COVID had like just started. Mm -hmm. And I was deciding whether or not to stick with staying at this college or moving back home. And it got to that point where I was like, I don't have the motivation to go for this piece of paper. Like, It'd be one thing if like I knew from that point on I could get something more out of it but mm-hmm. even I hadn't like comparing it to like high school everyone had like that drive of, like once I'm done here my life starts so I can work right. towards never having to wake up at so and so time to go to school to learn stuff like that when I got mm-hmm. to college there wasn't there was no drive there was there were so many days where I would just like not go in just because it was like i have no motivation to finish so mm-hmm. and so. So when covid hit, it gave me the perfect opportunity to step away and be like, okay, at least i could take like a semester off and see like what goals i want to go towards. But as every day passed and passed and i kept thinking about it, there was never a goal that i wanted in life that needed a degree, that needed an associates, that needed anything yeah. from college. And at that point, I finally realized, like, oh, everything that people have been telling me that I should do, nothing felt good. Nothing felt mm-hmm. right. And from that point on, I, like, dropped, I dropped it all and blessed my mother's soul that she gave me the time and space to, like, hey, you know, stay here. We'll figure it out together, and we'll mm-hmm. go from there. And I got the time period to, like, um, save up money I then got my PC that I have now. I was able to start streaming, start making content like this, and Mm -hmm. finally, like, found something that feels, like, all right and feels decent. Beforehand, like, I did, I used to work as a janitor at a high school uh, before I had the job I had now. And they gave me the opportunity to, like, sit in and shadow teachers when I was still, like, in college. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to be a teacher. And the more I sat in there, the more I'm like, yeah, this doesn't feel right. They had, yeah. like, a therapy program for younger kids. I sat in that. That felt a little bit closer, but then at the same time, just something... You know, like, when you get, like, that one... Like, you're, you feel, like, in your heart that something is right. But as you're doing it, there's, like, that... There's no fulfillment in... Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how it felt, was, like... I liked being able to help these kids... And, like, understanding, like, where they're from. Mm -hmm. Because in this case, they were, most of the kids were, like, adopted. And the teacher couldn't explain to them very well, like, your parents love you regardless. And I sat in, I was able to explain to them because I'm also adopted. And, like, that part of it was very nice because I got to, like, see them understand that their parents love them regardless of who they are. But at the same time, it just didn't feel like it suited me for the rest of my life right and then being able to just like sit down and stream even though i don't have a very good following i don't have i'm not making like the xqc's amount of money i'm not getting the amount of views that anyone else would but just being able to just like do something and have that fulfillment every time has been so liberating oh yeah like
1: it's insanity. Well, and it's like you don't you don't need to know. Yeah, you don't need to know what you're gonna do. Like you're you're doing great for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you've got a house, you've got a full time job that you enjoy. Yeah, like I mean, and you have like streaming and this podcast. It's an outlet. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to be making six figures <laughs> in your early twenties. <laughs> You don't need to have, like, this high-ranking degree, a good job. I mean, obviously, a good job is yeah. important. But it's like, yeah, you don't need to have the rest of your life planned out by mm-hmm. the time you're 23. That's what everybody likes to tell you in high school. It's like, oh, you need to have the next five years of your life planned out now. Yeah. And that's that's impossible because you develop and you grow so much in that time. Like right now I'm a completely different person than I was when I graduated 4 years ago. Yeah. Oh god, like I 4 years. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh-huh. Um I was going to talk about that in the original episode about nostalgia, but whatever, it's fine. <laughs> um No, that's got to keep you on your toes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's totally it's totally, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Contradictory or, uh, yeah, like you don't need to have it all figured out. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean is having an outlet, a creative outlet is so important. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's what's so great about this podcast is I was kind of in this period of, you know, burnout from the art stuff. I didn't have an outlet. Mm-hmm. And you and your starting this you. podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, and starting this podcast was like, you know, it was the first thing that got me motivated to work on stuff and to get excited about something in months. Because it's yeah. like as soon as we start, I mean, as soon as we started doing this idea, we didn't even record anything. I was already working on artwork, mocking up logos. Like, it was the first thing that got me excited about uh, creating. Mm-hmm. It got my creative juices flowing for the first time in months. That, that's kind of the same way with me,
0: too, because I've had I think it's been like a month since I've streamed last just because I've been in like a burnout. of. It's so difficult to have a full time job and try to stream to make mm-hmm. it a career. So I've, I finally am starting to move into the process of like it's no it's not going to be a career. It's just going to be a hobby that I have. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I get burnt out of it so much because it's always like I'm just in my room. Or in my office, sitting there talking to myself for Mm -hmm. two to three hours to then just watch, uh, like, three numbers come up. But it's like, it obviously, it's something I have to keep working on. It doesn't change overnight. And if I want to Mm -hmm. make a career, I can pretty much keep at it and something will happen from it. But it it was just funny because when I first started off with it, it was like, man, this is going nowhere. Like, I have maybe ten followers. No one's coming in every day is like it's pointless but then the more i did it the more i'm like oh well now everyone has to be there to right. experience it and not everyone has to like be there in the moment to enjoy what i'm doing so like oh okay once mm-hmm. i understood that it just got to the point where like i'm just gonna keep doing it for me it won't be for everyone else always but at least if anything i'm getting this fulfillment and i'm getting this creative juice like out of my head and into yeah. something instead of it because the alternative is I'm playing the game by myself and not making anything of
1: it or I'm just sitting in my bed watching YouTube. Right. Exactly. And that's that's the side of um, that's the side of it that a lot of people don't understand about just content creation in general mm-hmm. is like it's not as glamorous as like, oh, I turn on the camera I just like go live and that's that it's like, no, there's a whole lot of prep behind it. Yeah. And then like, especially nowadays, like the only way people get discovered is if they post a TikTok and if they post a, you know, reels and YouTube shorts and stuff. Yeah. And like when you don't have enough, when you're just starting out, you can't pay an editor. Like almost all of these people who are big have, they pay somebody to make their shorts and they pay somebody Mm -hmm. to watch their streams and get clips from it. Um, like, there's so much behind the scenes that's so draining, and that's, ki- that's kind of how I felt about getting burnt out on the Comic-Con thing, is it was the first time where I experienced what it's like to do artwork as a career. Mm-hmm. Like, doing it as a job to make money instead of just doing it for fun. Yeah. And so it kind of took the fun out of it for a little bit. <laughs> so it's a very... It's a very dangerous...
0: Thing. it's so weird that that happens though where it's like when you start doing your passion as a job you're at first it's like oh my god i love doing this, this is my favorite thing to do and mm. then you get literally a dollar for it. it's like fuck i gotta do this for money now like, yeah it, it's so weird that the human brain works like that like wouldn't, mm. wouldn't more people just be happy that they're getting paid to do exactly <laughs> what they'd I wanted to do like you yeah. worked so hard to get to this point, and then
1: like I got to this point. Damn it!
0: Right, and, then like,
1: ah. and ah. so it's it's about finding that balance between yeah. hobby and career. Mm-hmm. But um, oh, I
0: think I think it's more of the fact that you can no longer do it as a hobby. Right, I think in that case you you literally lose the hobby entirely because then it just becomes your job. Mm-hmm. That makes a little bit more sense. Okay. Right.
1: And so that's what, with finally starting to get back into art, I'm trying to make it a point to myself saying, okay, don't make the art with the intent of selling prints or getting this printed out to do conventions or using this as some sort of promotion on TikTok or YouTube or whatever. Mm hmm. Like, obviously, I'll record some of it and make some TikToks or whatever just to get it out there, Mm -hmm. but I'm not doing it. I'm trying to make a point not to do it with the intent of doing that. Like, I'm doing it for me. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm a firm believer that if you stay committed to something or if you do something for long enough, like, people will come. Yeah, there will be somebody enough people that stick around to who like your stuff and think your stuff is cool. Um, They'll see that and they'll stick around, whatever. So I, I think if you work at something like that long enough, you will get a following without having to sacrifice your own <laughs> mental psyche, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. And if you have to sacrifice
0: your mental psyche for something... Listen to us. It's not worth it.
1: It's not worth it.
0: Don't do it. If you have to sacrifice something that great for the goal you want to achieve, take the long route. You shouldn't have to put yourself in that situation just to get where you are. You'll get there all the same, but you should give yourself breaks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, taking breaks is important. That's (laughs) what I've noticed, too, which is really funny. I wish I had this uh, sketch that I did with me, but I don't. It's funny because um, especially with art that's the thing is it sounds really cliche but people are like like oh you get better with practice. Mhm. And it's like yeah, that's true. Like there are some people with a natural ability to do art and I mean really anything. <coughs> like Bethany. singing or anything. Oh, yeah, excuse me. Right. <laughs> 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 I love you like, Bethany. We love you. But it's that it's like that thing where like I don't have a natural inclination towards art. I do more have it to some aspects, in the face. Where I... <laughs> but that's the thing: is it's like it's not something that I could just naturally do. Yeah, it's like I I did I have a natural inclination to. I, I would say more than anything, I have a natural ability to learn. Mm-hmm. I have. I have learned how to do this stuff i guess yeah like you look at my stuff that i did two three years ago it's horrible Mm -hmm. but one thing that was consistent is like i knew how to shade stuff and so it's like you it's 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 all learned skills some people do have a natural thing but if you stick at something long enough you will learn how to do it and you will get better Mm -hmm. but that's something i've learned through art is like in these periods that I take breaks, like the last three months, my brain never stops observing things. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I've always struggled with is anatomy. I think that's one thing that a lot of artists struggle with. (laughs) It's so dumb. Yeah. It's so hard. And it's like, Oh, just draw the basic shapes. But it's like, no, because every, everything is different. Like that same shape is not going to work for every single body type or whatever. And so um, I've always observed. It's like I always look at the shapes of muscles and muscle structure. And like if I see Mm -hmm. something on TV, I take note of that shape. And so it's just funny because it seems like when I take these breaks, I expect to come back and be totally rusty. Mm -hmm. But like I drew this uh, Spider-Man sketch last night. I'm like, I think my anatomy is better than it was before I (laughs) decided to take (laughs) that break. Because it's like I took that time off to observe right if that makes
0: sense it's also more the thing of like if you keep throwing yourself at something and keep failing you're just gonna get more and more um put off of trying to get it right you get angry exactly it's like just today for my example i have is i was playing apex right before we got into this call i hadn't played in like a couple days just because i got i get upset when i can't you know Play to the best of my abilities. I played today. I had the best game of I had in a while. <laughs> this is the first time I turned on my I turned on the game in like what four or five days.
1: <sighs> yeah, we almost hard. had to we almost had to cancel the podcast recording today because he was on such a streak. <laughs> you yeah, know it was
0: funny? I was hmm. I was so locked into that I completely forgot to take off my
1: sleeve for gaming. <laughs> 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 it's been I, on okay. the whole time the way you said that i thought it was like a specific gaming sleeve <laughs> no i only use it for gaming <clears throat> do you really yeah it's oh. um
0: it's like a very silky fabric that makes it very easy to like slide across my da- so it's instead of having like this and hanging down oh. it's this fabric that can like like super silky that can easily just like move across my mouse pad It doesn't make too much of a difference, but it makes enough that like nothing of mine is getting caught on like my desk or on my Mm. mouse pad like previously was. So I've been trying it out. Loving it so far.
1: Nice. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. So what other uh, questions did you have? I had
0: a couple more, but as soon as we're getting to like the, the 50 minute mark, the <laughs> we big spent one.
1: 30 minutes on the first question, which is good yeah.
0: because I I was honestly yeah. really worried that it wouldn't stretch all the way through because I only had like a couple more, but I'm glad we got there. So mm-hmm. the biggest question I had for this was, would your past self be proud of who you are now? Mm. That's tough. <laughs> that's deep. And then, I guess that we can add on this other question I had to it. And it's like, if you could go back, what is one... I guess this one will look both ways. Like, is your past self proud of who you are now? And what would you go back and change about the past to make yourself a better person today? Hmm. If you like, I can answer both of those first. So you have time to yeah, think. Yeah, please. <laughs> so, in it. in terms of what I'd go back and change, i definitely go back and hopefully... Attempt to make myself less tolerant of other people like walking all over me. I feel Mm -hmm. like that was the biggest problem I had when I was younger. Was like a lot of people tell me this too that I am just friends with everyone regardless of what they, who they are and what they did. I think that was the biggest problem I had was like it hurt. Oh, it like ruined my psychologicals psychologicals. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I use that word. My mental. when i moved away because it was like i thought i had all these friends in my life but then i moved and then it cut down to like maybe a quarter of what what i had yeah but even before that it's like i gave everyone second third fourth fifth chances just for them to keep disappointing me and i think like nowadays i've gotten better at like realizing i don't like this person i'm not going to talk to them but back then that's the biggest thing i would change was like hey you shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to be the fix for everyone. You shouldn't have to be you shouldn't have to give them a chance always. It should be mm-hmm. that you have your morals and then you stick to them. And right. I wish that was one thing I changed. And then as for if my past self would be proud of who I am, I think for the most part they he like I would be proud of me. I think the only aspects I'm missing is that I haven't really cracked down on an exact dream that I want to follow yet. Mm-hmm. And then that um, I'm still kind of falling into my bad habits sometimes. Like still, I'm giving people chances. I'm still like doing this and that. I feel like I really need to crack down on following my morals at all times and just being able Mm -hmm. to concentrate on myself. I think that was my biggest problem is that I try to help everyone that's possible. And I sacrifice my own myself for that like I don't know if you remember but in the high school that me and Riley both went to we had um cold lunches which basically might you have to bring your own lunch mm-hmm. there'd be days where I'd bring a lunch just so I could hand it out to people and I would like go hungry Mm-hmm. and like I remember that yeah that was one of the biggest scenes like that it put me into like what what is the word that like you're underfed not now malnour- malnourished yeah Because I would eat one meal a day, like only dinner. I would spend the entire mornings and afternoons just not eating, being hungry, just so I could watch my friends be full. It was like that was a very toxic part of my personality. I should have Mm -hmm. concentrated on myself. I could have brought a little bit more for people to take if they needed to, but I should have concentrated on myself a little bit more. Yeah. And nowadays, I've gotten a lot better at that, being able to recognize, hey, I need to look after myself and I can't always throw everything away to help you but Mm -hmm. i've gotten better at it (laughs) yeah (laughs) i've gotten a lot better at it yeah good other than that i think my past self is pretty proud of who i've gotten i got out of the funk of needing to find a dream immediately i got over the fact that like i'm just following whatever anyone tells me i should do and Mm -hmm. i got over the fact that i don't i can be By myself, it'd be content in life. I don't need Mm -hmm. someone else to... It'd be nice to share, like, all these memories with people all the time. But I've been able to crack down and be able to say, like, I'm fine if I can make a memory by myself. If it's a memory that I can cherish for the rest of my life kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That kind of makes sense.
1: Yeah. And you should should be proud and happy because you're doing really well for yourself.
0: Oh, yeah. I think when I first moved... Out of our town, I think it was the worst just because of like, I didn't back then, I still didn't have the goal in life of being the person I wanted to become. Mm-hmm. I lost almost, I lost basically all my friends at that point because so there was no, there was no visiting any of them. I started over right. completely, basically as a new person, but only for my senior year of high school, which meant any friends I made were gonna disappear. almost immediately so i think my mentals right then was probably the worst just because i felt like i lost everything but Mm -hmm. then from covid and then from being able to now experience traveling again and being able to like like i can come and visit you whenever i want to now because i can drive Mm -hmm. i have my own house i don't need to worry about all that stuff but now that i have that in mind i can be more content with like the space that we have apart because it makes the reunion so much better.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I would, um, I would, I would agree with that sentiment of like, that's one thing I struggled with a lot of years is I spent a lot of years in abusive relationships mm -hmm. and I was always making excuses for people and, you know, Oh yeah. That sort of thing. So I, I would reflect that sentiment, but I would say that childhood me would probably be pretty happy of where I am now. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, I may not be doing the things that I enjoy as a career yet, but I'm still pursuing those passions as hobbies and eventually hoping to make a career out of it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm still working on my artwork. Well, I am now. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> still working on animation, I don't know if I've told actually no I think you do know this cuz I think I've showed you some of my uh storyboards and stuff but I I am working kind of in the, in the background just as a hobby I'm working on developing my own animate my own series yeah my own my own show um which I'm still I'm still a little uh shy to talk about it publicly because it's not fully developed yet and um I don't want I'm a very <laughs> self-conscious <laughs> about people stealing my ideas uh, which yeah. isn't really shouldn't be a big concern, but I I did do um, a uh, a storytelling program through uh, Pixar. It's called Story Experiential. I don't I don't think they're officially affiliated with Pixar, but it's a lot of ex Pixar employees telling about storytelling and stuff like that. Um, so I did do that, and I I made an episode of my show as like a fully voiced and uh I made an animatic of it, and I got some really good feedback on that. Mm -hmm. um but so that that's something that i kind of always wanted to do but when i got into the engineering mindset i kind of pushed all away yeah so i think i would be very happy to find out that i'm still working on that stuff and working towards doing that sometime in the future so overall
0: yeah i think happy you got here oh yeah and then do you have something in mind that you would change about your past self that would help you get to your goals faster or something like that?
1: I think kind of along the same lines is just like not letting people walk on me. Yeah. I guess not, not letting other people try to tell me what to do mm-hmm. is the biggest thing. Because then I, would, I probably would have stuck to the animation and gotten an earlier start on it. But like I I I don't think I would change that because I did learn a lot throughout college and I don't think I would be I don't think I would be as emotionally invested mm-hmm. in the artwork and the animation as I am if I had stuck to doing it. I think it would become very soulless very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I don't think I would change that.
0: That's good. I know we're in like a very heartwarming sentiment. About fifty-eight minutes and I just realized we didn't sync up our audios.
1: <laughs> I realized that ten minutes ago when I was gonna say something, but I was <laughs> We're it's both fine. Like,
0: we we'll, in tears, like crying it's like, Oh, we forgot to sync the audios. <laughs> <sync the>
1: audio. <laughs> I've been uh, like
0: clicking on and off to make sure that I'm still
1: recording this whole time too. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, I have to. And that's when I, I I realized like ten minutes ago I was like, Oh, we never did that. But it's fine, because we didn't even do an official intro. I played the, the Batman mask bit, and that was kind of where we kicked it off. So, Oh, so we're the fine. reason I laughed about the Batman mask was, like, I was like, we're well, reminiscing about the past.
0: Like, Batman, his only goals in life were revenge his parents. So I'm like, oh, yeah, you in a mask. Like, that's great. How topical. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, but, yeah. It's really cool to see, like, where we came from, where we started, I can't really think of a time that I was really like, it's gonna sound awful, but thinking back, there wasn't really a time where I felt complete fulfillment out of life when I was younger. Because, of course, I had my friends, I had my family, I had my hobbies, which back then was heavy into sports, like Mm -hmm. playing sports, but I didn't have like, I felt like everything. All the negativity weighed on me too much, and I, didn't, I never, re- like, reached the final finish line of, like, I'm happy with where I am all the time. Mm-hmm. But now, I there are obviously some days where I can't get the full fulfillment out of life, but I feel like I mm-hmm. hit it way more now than I did back then. And it's so mm-hmm. nice to be, like, to be able to say that I'm reaching the level of, like, I can, I can do this, you know? Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. Yeah. I think it helped out a lot too, like eliminated all the toxic people from my life. Mm-hmm. Like I can't say their names. Mm-hmm. But the I know a few, it's okay. <laughs> the one that everyone blamed me for was so infuriated. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh, you know, maybe it was just a misunderstanding. Maybe you know, this isn't this, this, and like, no, this is what happened. I'm like, oh well, sorry, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's Like, it sucks that I I couldn't just see the signs of like, hey, they're not good. I should protect them, mm-hmm. yeah, but now I'm here.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's a toxic. <laughs> toxic relationships are a very bad thing. And this um, is
0: our message to you for this week. I'm gonna start doing this as much as possible. We've got you a couple messages already, but um get out of toxic relationships if you can. They're not gonna yes. they will weigh on you way more than you think they will. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Stop
1: making stop making excuses for other people's horrible behavior.
0: Your best friend that's... Danny might be cheating on his girl. Make sure you tell the uh, girl, <laughs> Danny. You're an asshole if you're cheating on your girl, by the way. I know you make make-believe right now, but I'm looking at you right now.
1: <laughs> talking to you, Danny.
0: <laughs> Danny Fenton. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, no. You changed the topic. We're not doing nostalgia anymore. <laughs> you, you stop that.
0: I feel so... When I we were that, talking right? about it earlier this week, and I mentioned... Oh, I don't want to talk about
1: nostalgia because that's going to be the topic. Um, <laughs> I was like, that's not the topic, but... I, I had didn't all wanna, my bullet points prepared for the nostalgia topic. <laughs> I, had I didn't want to talk about.
0: I didn't want to reveal it because I wanted it to, to be so really authentic of like what we talked about. Because mm-hmm. I all I did was make the questions, and then I kept pushing back all the answers in my mind, yeah. so I it would all come out like not, like scripted. Yeah, that but was a good way to do it. The, as soon as I said nostalgia, I'm like. He's going to bullet point it, is <laughs> he? <laughs>
1: yeah, no, we're fine. It's fine. Same i a, on the inside for a rainy day. You pull out the a scroll that, rainy. like, rolls all the way down the world. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Could have made a two-hour episode out of it. Bought all over <laughs> bullet points, but it's fine. We're fine. No, I, I do. I, I. This was a good topic. Yeah? And I think it... Uh, I think it's a it's a it's a good thing to talk about. It's a good thing to reflect on stuff. Like yeah,
0: that. especially I. What really brought upon this topic more as well is I saw photos of me and my siblings when we were younger, mm-hmm. and I I like I don't know how to explain it, but you know when like you see yourself in an old photo and you see yourself smiling and you just it just doesn't look right to you. Like mm-hmm. that's how one of the photos felt. I'm like oh. Maybe I should like reflect on like this time frame and see why it looks raw. And I'm like, oh, well, it's gonna unhappy with mm-hmm. something that happened like two hours ago. Right. Someone ate my chicken nugget. But <laughs> I'm not even joking. I was at a photo, right, with my family, and I my smile was like half and half. And I was like, man, why does this photo look so weird? Why does my smile look so weird? I was like thinking about it. I went to a Jimmy Neutron brain blast right now. Okay. <laughs> and I was like going back in time, like men in black got to the moment. I was like, oh, I see it. Why well, was I like, angry? All of a sudden, bam, my dino chicken nugget was eaten by my sister. <laughs> Ruined oh. my
1: <laughs> Man.
0: I haven't forgiven you for that Shauna. I know you'll never watch this, but Shauna, I remember that chicken nugget. <laughs> I might've been seven, but I'll find you. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. It's funny what things got us all like upset back then. How times have changed. I wish my biggest problem in life was somebody (laughs) eating my dino chicken nugget. Uh, It ruined my whole day. We Uh had like a whole family day plan. It was,
0: it's my sister that I hadn't seen like a couple months because she was, had already moved out by that point. Mm -hmm. And the rest of my day, I was like, wish I had one more dino chicken nugget. (laughs) It was the one I left on the side, too. I have a, so a I was dino eat chicken nugget.
1: I have a dino <laughs> chicken nugget sized hole in my stomach. It <laughs> can only be filled by that one nugget. <laughs> it's like, it's the same thing as like, you know how when you have like multiples of the same food and
0: you, I don't know if mo- most people do this, but I'm going to unlock a memory for people or I'll tell you guys that you do this. There's that one that you save for last. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to be the best one. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. It was, a, what is it? The one with a very long neck, the giraffe. Yep. One. I was like, that's the best one because I get to eat off the head first and I get the body. Great. Mm-hmm. God. I'm like, It ruins your whole day. <laughs> I love that this went from like us talking about very sad topics to like my fucking dino chicken nugget. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is a very sad topic.
1: <laughs> that is a very sad topic. We're still on the topic. <laughs> yeah. All right. Should probably start wrapping this episode up. It's over an hour. Uh, Two
0: hours long. We're going to do the bonus episode where we talk about nostalgia. <laughs> Are you very nostalgic of the time where I tricked you into thinking that we're talking about nostalgia today, but we actually started uh-huh. talking about our feelings and shit?
1: Yep. I reflect on it very fondly. <laughs> yep. That'll stick out as the most nostalgic moment for this podcast. I'll remember this 10 years from now when we're still doing this podcast. I we're will gonna- remember that one moment.
0: We're going to be in our 80s and like rocking chairs, like shaking. It's like,
1: remember when we talked about the dino chicken
0: nugget that your sister stole? (laughs) You cried a little bit, didn't you?
1: (laughs) (laughs) 80 years, TKR. doing this for 80 years. 80 years from now, we're going to do the actual nostalgia episode. What's up, guys? We're on episode (laughs) 55,000. So make sure to follow. Today, we're going to talk about the cereal
0: we had this morning. (laughs) It was Lucky Charms Extreme this.
1: Oh I hope I'm still eating Lucky Charms At the age of 80 (laughs) Oh that'd be great Alright well thank you all for Listening and coming on this journey I know we got very deep in this episode So I hope you uh, I hope it allows you to reflect On your own um, Own stuff
0: Yes, take what we said to heart, um, look back on your life, and see what you, changes you can make, because obviously we did it, and this is how we got here. So, mm-hmm. maybe you can become a nurse if you reflect. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Only you can prevent forest fires, but first you gotta be mentally stable.
1: <laughs> yep. Prevent, uh, your, prevent your own uh, issues from creeping up on you. Prevent your own forest, forest fires. fires. Prevent your own forest fires. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, thank you guys for watching. As always, thank you guys for all the love and support you give. If you are new here and you search something on Spotify to get to us, let us know what you searched. We have <laughs> Let us
1: know how you found the podcast cuz We have
0: a Spotify like impressions thing which let, you, let me look at the number right now cuz over 3000. Is it
1: really Yeah. It's so, so That means that our podcast has shown up in like 30,000 or not 30, good lord, 3000 something people's feeds. And it shows that most of that's from a Spotify search. But Spotify doesn't show us what people are searching to find the podcast. It's 4K now. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. It does not tell us what you guys are searching to find us. So if you guys let us know literally yeah. anywhere what you guys are doing, that would be awesome. Because we would love to see like what you guys are searching. And also, yeah. if you have any suggestions for topics you'd like to see us talk about, uh, you guys can either add them into comments on Spotify or if you want to send them to our business email cheeky pod at gmail.com we'd love to take your suggestions
1: oh yeah please the less ideas i have to come up with the better
0: we're gonna <laughs> get run out of these so fast
1: that's what i was thinking i'm like oh i don't even know what i'm gonna talk about next week
0: <laughs> uh we'll get, we'll get mcdonald's we'll sprite takes
1: very spicy how do you feel about that
0: it does though <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is spicy this jalapeno we're gonna eat today <laughs>
1: Oh, we need to do an episode like that in the future where we just eat like either the hot chip or like just ghost pepper sauce on something and do an (laughs) entire episode without any milk or water. (sighs) Also, I would I would die
0: to everyone that's watching. uh, We're like less than a month out from being in person for an entire week where we're going to torture ourselves for the whole week, apparently. (laughs) So if you're excited to watch us cry on camera with friends and family involved Mm -hmm. stay tuned
1: yeah go follow the youtube channel at tk i guess i don't know what it is i think it's our channel name is just tkr you'll find it yeah podcast is up there um yeah that's where all of our videos will go yeah all right thank you guys for listening tune in next week where i'll come up with a topic It'll come up on the topic. It'll it'll definitely be something interesting. I don't (laughs) know what it is, but we'll figure it out. (laughs) Something nostalgic? (laughs) Yep. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right. Thank you for watching. See you next week. Bye. Bye. -bye.